0: i'm excited for this week because it comes around every year and it seems like it's so quickly but i do want to thank everyone that's worked so diligently uh not only putting up the decorations and preparing for that but we went door knocking uh we invited and uh we changed gears up a little bit and we're um, going to be having hopefully some from byc uh beggars youth club so we invited some of them so we're going to be picking them up and things like that so it's going to be somewhat of a challenge this week but i think it's going to be great challenge and i think we're up to the task can i hear an amen? amen god's going to do a mighty and wonderful work and i truly believe that this week but i do want to go as we've been preparing and getting ready for children i can't wait till we have our youth group taking off can't wait till we get somebody to come in here and take that off and say i want to take that ministry i've been praying for that that god would give us a youth minister and god would allow us to have those young people Uh, i I really enjoy young people they make me feel young (laughs) because they come around they push you but sometimes people says, let's kind of push them off the side, but I'm telling you, they will push you into areas you've never been before. Go to Mark chapter 10, if you would, please. Mark chapter 10. We'll not hold you very long because we do have a lot of things that's going to take place this week and today even. So we're going to be out here. We desire that you be out here by five o'clock if you can. We want to pray over everything. And uh, prepare, and then maybe by uh, as the kids come in, because we got to register some of them, <clears throat> maybe we can go over a few things uh, to get ready for this week. So, if you can be out here, those that are working with us and those that know how to pray, come out and, and pray with us at the beginning stages of things. We need prayer. Can I hear an amen on that one? Uh, I kind of like this setting the way we got it. This is kind of nice. <laughs> directly i can point and i told uh some of them says i can come off here and i can spit directly (laughs) i can anoint you with the power of the spit (laughs) no i'll try not to spit on you Uh, but the sweat comes up and lately i've been sweating more and more i don't know if it's because i'm getting older because no you didn't used to sweat but i'm sweating a lot now Uh, getting older and things so uh, um but anyway mark chapter 10 Jump down to verse 13, if you would. Please stand for the reading of God's word. Keep your Bibles handy, because we will go to other scriptures too. But we want to start off with this. The title of today is Bring the Children. Say that with me, bring the children. Bring the children. Verse 13. Then they brought little children to him, that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. There's always those that always don't want to participate with some things that God always have those that want to come up and say, ah, no, don't do that. That's not proper. You know, most people years ago, for me to dress is like this, it's always a tie, always a jacket, but I thank God for today. This is kind of nice. I enjoyed this. My wife is saying, don't get used to it, (laughs) Uh, but this this is good, but it says... But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, notice that Jesus sees, Jesus understands, Jesus knows. He was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Say this bring the children. children. Jesus wants the children, Jesus wants those of the next generation. He loves them. And do not Forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Verse 16, the last verse. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. One more time, say this to your neighbor, if you would please, and say, bring the children, and you may be seated notice what the scripture gives us gives us here parents were concerned for their children they wanted uh the blessings of jesus they understood that god was with jesus god was jesus we understood that they are the one he was the god man and he was walking on earth but they wanted the blessings upon their children. They, they seen the favor that was going on and the hands that uh, Jesus used to touch lives and his words. They wanted that same for their children. How I many knows that God is interested from one generation to the next? He's not just interested in this generation, not just interested in just what we are, but he's interested in everybody. For God so loved the world. From generation to generation, transgenerational, God wants the children. God wants to bless those. We're all children, aren't we? I got my mom and dad here so they can testify to that. He's a child. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. There's still, I forgot that. That's good. We're going to have a good time this week praise god the ones that brought him it didn't really say it Said they brought him it was either parents guardians maybe the, the ones that was nursing them or maybe those that was in some orphanages maybe those that really didn't was on the street i've been to a lot of countries when uh parents couldn't take care of the kids they just turned loose go out and they've had to fend for themselves and we see a lot of kids running around and we see them something like, where's the parents? Where's the guardians? Where's those that should take care of them? Same ones, but they brought them. They brought them to Jesus. This tells us something, church, that we have an opportunity. We have a, a, not only an opportunity, a, a great calling upon our life to reach out to those that don't know. They don't know the way. Let's get them to where Christ is. I can't wait till we all start filling that van full of kids and bringing them and seeing them run around in this place. I know my wife doesn't like the pitter-patter sometimes the hearing on the the ceiling. They're going to tear it up. But you know what? I want to hear pitter-patter of feet because that lets me know that things are getting ready to take place for the next generation. I'm not going to be here always. You're not going to be here always. But this work has got to carry on. I want my children, my personal children. I dedicated them to the Lord years ago, and I want them to be used of God. Some may have strayed for a while, but you know what? God knows how to get a hold of them. I brought them to church. I brought them to the Lord, and I released them. This is what we're going to do this week: bring them to the Lord. And we're an extension of the Lord's hands. We're servants of the Most High God. We have a great calling on our life, church. Amen. They brought them to Jesus with no questions, nothing. Bring the kids, but there's always those that kind of would rebuke. Said, "Wait a minute." We've never done it like that before. Why do we want to start now? Don't bother the master. Don't bother the one that wants to touch them. I like what Jesus responded. He says, I'm displeased with this. They rebuke Jesus. And Jesus says, I want the next generation. I want the next ones to come up and know who I am. I love them. Don't rebuke them. Don't rebuke anything that's going on. But bring them. Tell your neighbor, bring the children. Now there may be a times when you have an opportunity. I have. I work with a gentleman that uh, he said his boys are growing up and they're getting friends. And he said it surprised him because in his neighborhood, one of the friends that's been coming around his house, um, he was asking. Says, "I see a Bible. What is that?" He says, "You don't have a Bible in your home?" He goes, "No." And he's been staying over just a little bit, and they, he would eat meals, and they would pray over the food. And he goes, why do you guys pray? This friend of mine, my colleague, said, you know, I didn't realize there's those around us, even of the little children that doesn't know Christ. In this county alone, 75,000 people, or maybe a little bit more now, how many goes to church? How many knows about the Lord? How many understands about the things of God? You think that maybe because of religious television that everybody knows. No, not everybody watches religious television except those that like to listen to religious things. So he says, it w- awakening, and you know what they do now? They go by, he says, would you like to go to church? He goes, yes. He says, well, we'll talk to your mom and dad. And he says, I will take you if they will let us. So from now on, every Sunday, they stop by and pick him up. You know what that did? That boy... Talk to his other friends. And he says, I've got a van. He says, now i got a van load of kids. Because of one little child that wanted to know about the Lord, he says, I'll bring him. I'll take him. Sometimes we think that's inconvenient. Sometimes we think it's, but why did God place us upon this earth for? For us to to take in and consume all the time? Bless me, bless me, bless me. You know what? God wants to bless everybody. Not just me, he wants to bless the whole world. Even children are part of our world. Bring in the babies. You say, well, they'll disturb. You know what? Let them cry out just a little bit, and maybe they can pass on from the next generation. I tell a story about, many of you heard about Sammy coming, and we would clean him up and bring him to church and have a junior church, we called junior church then, children ministry. Eventually, Sammy got saved. After a few years, it was rough for a while because sometimes he would do some language that wasn't proper for church. He would say a few words, and you're going, We don't say that in church. We do it at home. I said, You ain't home. You're here. <laughs> so he just looked at me and he says, Okay, while I'm here, I'll just count of keep. Well, next thing things happen, you know, just natural. There it comes again. Sammy, we don't say, I know. I'm trying to control myself. That's the way Sammy was. Years later, didn't understand what was taking on his life because they left the church. They left. They moved away. Seen him now, Laidler, and what was going on? He was in the ministry. See, you never know what's going to take place. Those little ones coming in, you may think, they're walking on my shoes, walking around. we got to be careful with them. You know what? They may be the same Billy Grahams that we may see in the future. Yeah. We need to bring the children to Jesus. And that's what we're doing. We're an extension of who God's called us to be. We're his extension. Can I put it this way? They brought the children. We become the they. We become they. Who are they? I described some of them. You know what they did? They valued what Jesus had to offer. They understood that he offered something good. There was goodness coming from Jesus. But more than just goodness, there was something of transformation, something that was taking place every time Jesus would step in on the scene. You know, every time we step in a room, there should be transformation. Aren't we Jesus on this earth? Christians means Christ-like. There's some Christians that I say, you ain't Christ-like. I don't want that Christ. I don't want that Jesus But there's others, hey, I want that. We attract, but we must bring them. They value that. And what did they value? They wanted their children touched. Touch my children. That's what they were saying. Touch my children. This week, we have an opportunity to touch lives like never before. We have this young boy that comes to... They care. he's not really coming anymore noah is he still coming this summer he'll be here this week noah is a special young man he comes in noah from the bible so he would be special but he comes in and he sees me and he goes where have you been i go what do you mean where have i been he goes you haven't been here for a while i said i hadn't seen you pastor that's what he calls me. So I go upstairs, and, and he, he'll be laying down maybe for a nap. And I'll be checking on some things, and he'll look up, and he goes, he'll just smile. But we had an opportunity to touch that boy's life w- with the daycare and preschool. And when we have huh, the times when we have our special services, and they're sitting up here, and they ask those little questions, he's he's the first one right there. But he's a special young man. Some... Maybe they don't hold to your heart, but they do to Christ. Maybe you look at him and say, man, you're just getting under my feet. And I've seen some of you. You see those little kids, they want to jump in, and they're just anxious to help. I understand that. When we first put on the fall block party, uh, we had some kids that lived up the road. They seen what was going on. And so they come up, and they was standing out there, and, and from the Spanish descent, and they come up there, and they would start speaking their Spanish, and I go me no understand (laughs) and they look at me says oh okay and then they start talking english i says do i look like a hey yeah cool hey baby no i'm not that type i said i don't know the language but it says i want to communicate and so they said can we help yeah i got him busy and so I said, we're going to start, and that was the first time we was done it It was on a a Sunday. I said, we're going to start here in just a little bit. Can I bring my friends? Yes. They become the they. They went and got their friends. See, I didn't have to advertise. I just let them. I just reached out. Yeah, you can help. They felt uh, like they was participating. They was doing something. And so the kids pretty soon, I'm thinking, they ain't just kids. That's their mom and dad. They're bringing everybody. And they, we had a hayride, and they, the parents loved the hayride more than the kids. <laughs> but we was doing some things, reaching out. And that's what we want to do. And not only that, we want to reach out to, to the kingdom. Because Jesus said that this is kingdom work. Such as this is the kingdom. Those little children are not just Here, they're just a little kind of going around, but they are part of the kingdom work now. God wants to use them now to reach out. Where I first found out about the Lord was not only my aunt taking me to church when I was younger, but there was a young man that I was in school with that over in bourbon that we went to school with, and he was a Christian. He looked at me and he seen something in me. He says, You've been to church before. And I go, Yeah. He goes, I want to talk to you about the Lord. He opened the door for me that I couldn't understand because he became the they and he became the one in school to talk to me about Jesus. I didn't give my heart to the Lord right then, but it was a few years later when God dealt with me, something happened. And then all of a sudden I remember that young man dealing with me, talking with me, giving me uh, the word. He said, I'm going to bring Jesus to you and I want you to bring Jesus to others. And that's what we do. Not only bring the children, but we bring Jesus to them. Tell you, never says it's time to bring Jesus to them. You know what they wanted? They want, wanted Jesus to touch them. When God gets a hold of you and he touches you, he changes you from the inside out there's something that takes place when Jesus touches you. You'll never be the same. You'll never know the difference uh, until you know the touch of Jesus. And when he touches you and changes your heart, you're different. Uh, You'll never be the same when he comes by. They understood that when Jesus touched lives, they were never the same again. The dead rose from the grave. Uh, the ones that were needing healing was healed. The ones that had stopped ears were now open. The blind could see. Uh, and now they understood that by getting a touch from Jesus, that their children's lives would be changed forever. You know what they want? Not only his hands laid upon them, but they said, pray for them. How many want somebody to pray for you? We're going to open with prayer tonight at five o'clock. We're going to be praying for every child. Last year we had about 50 kids that came. I wish they would all come all the time. We wouldn't have enough room. I may have to ask you just get your seats, guys. We need to have them some have some room. Stand around the corners. But we need people to reach out and pray. We need to be an extension of Jesus. You know what prayer does? (laughs) It brings heaven to earth. Because what you're doing, you're praying to God that he would come and do what he needs to do. Only what he can do. Praise God for that. You know what that prayer did? You know what Jesus was doing? Interceding. You know what you do? You stand in the gap for those that don't know. I had heard a story about a young man that's in this congregation that when he was little and lived in the community, he he was pretty hungry at one time. But I see him saved, serving the Lord now, Brother Joe. <laughs> it just come out. He was a little hungry, from what I understand. He was running around North Webster. Oh, here he comes. Watch him. <laughs> now they look at him and says, here he comes. Watch him. Because he's serving the Lord now. And many of you are the same way. Praise God that you're serving the Lord. But Jesus what he wanted to do, not only lay hands on, was to transfer some things. See, when you lay hands on somebody, you transfer into their life. You transfer into their hearts. You touch them in a different way. It means something to touch those. when I went overseas to the Ukraine area and we, we went in to some of the orphanages that they had, you want know the kids loved? Touch. They just want to be touched. Those babies would stand up in those little cribs because they didn't have enough staff. And those babies just would reach out. They just wanted to be loved on. Hug, caressed. I picked up as many as I could. <clears throat> oh, you can't go home with me. But I'd love to take you home. Martha wouldn't like that. <laughs> okay, here's 20 kids. Can Martha take care of 20? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're just laughing. They're not aiming, you know, now. But as you see, these kids wanted to be touched. That's all it was. Some of them were handicapped. We wanted this one handicapped area, and I'll never forget it. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be touching them physically. Just doing something to touch those lives. Everybody else on our team was going around There's a pastor from Kansas City. There's a pastor from Sweden, myself. There's some others from different, I can name off, there's about 30 of us total. And we went in this orphanage and it was a large orphanage, but it was a handicapped orphanage. And the parents couldn't take care of them. The government really couldn't support this, so they relied upon contributions coming in. So we brought in a lot of stuff that we had shipped over prior to that. And you've heard the story about the one young lady that was a young girl that was in a wheelchair. Her arms, she was like this. Her legs, she couldn't move them. <clears throat> so she had to stay in a wheelchair. She wasn't getting picked up, wasn't getting noticed. Everybody else was getting noticed, but she couldn't get, and she was just putting her head down trying to get a piece of candy because they laid a couple of candy because they don't get candy there. So she laid that down. And I says, she can't get that thing open. So I went over there, knelt down. And when I knelt down, I opened it. She looked at me like, don't take my candy. That's my candy. I opened it up. And many of you heard this story before. And I opened it up. I looked at her and she goes, she kind of backed up. I put it towards her mouth and she goes, oh. She reached over, put it in her mouth. She enjoyed that smile. She looked at me and she tried to get her arm up. And then my hand was down there and she patting my hand. She's patting my hand. Like, thank you, thank you. I was touching her. But not only that, I only was not only touching that child, I was touching the ones in the room. There was eight nurses there taking care of those children. I didn't realize they was around me. I was focused upon this child. Pretty soon the interpreter come up to me and says, the nurses are saying, why are you doing what you're doing? I says, Why wouldn't I do that? She couldn't do that. She needed help. I stood up, and as soon as I stood up, the nurses knelt down. They said, they want what you have. The two pastors come in the room. They're going, what's going on? I thought we was having (laughs) revival. Those nurses got saved that day. They give their heart to God to be able to make an impact. So you never know. Bring them. Let us be the day the that brings them to Jesus. Let us take Jesus to them. Let's be an extension of what Christ says. That is our calling. This is the kingdom work. Jesus said, this is the kingdom of God. He told the disciples, this is what I came for. Not just your generation, but for the generations to come. The future. Amen. That's what we're about, church. Not just our little Four wall things. We got to go to the world and say, here we are. When we ask for help, we don't say just to do it for us and build our church up. See, this church is going to go away one day and we're because we're part of the one church. Bring them, bring them. Let the children come. Let me say this, Jesus is for all. I like what Acts chapter 2 says. So, this promise is for what? For you, your children, and as far as the Lord will call. That means from generation to generation, this gospel message, this grace this move has got to move to the next generation the gift of the holy spirit is not just for a few it's for whosoever the salvation is for whosoever the word of god is for whosoever the touch of jesus is for whosoever don't rebuke him jesus said let him come i want them come suffer the little children to come to me and i will touch them i will touch them for an eternity and that's what he's saying to do. This is kingdom work. Touch and bless. Touch and bless. We've been touched. We need to be blessing. With every part of us, our time, our talent, and our treasure. Parts of many people seem to think that I'm going to hold on to one. See, God still rules it all. He'll get it one way or the other. Why not put it in the kingdom work? People ask me all the time, what's your biggest investment Did you make? <laughs> I says in kingdom work, well, what kingdom? They don't understand. I look at them and says, "I invest in the things of God. My time, my talent, and my treasure. And you know what? God is always blessed. God is always taken care of. When people hold on to things, God can't bless. Because what do you do? You clutch your hands. But when you release, say God, pour into, so He can." you can give out. We've been blessed to be a blessing. That's kingdom work. Tell your neighbor, says we're about the kingdom work. This is not about building my name. It's not about building a church so great in a mass because this is part of the greater picture. Oh, we got a big community. I I said there's about 75,000 plus in this county. How many goes to church? They say. On and off and on, Figure 25,000 may attend church, may out of 75 on a good regular basis is only about 10,000. So you take the larger churches, they're scattered the rest amongst that. We've got a big work ahead this week. We've got an opportunity to do the kingdom work, to do some things, which is why we're going to be bright this week, we're going to shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. The Bible says that to end this little story that we have from the Word of God, he took them in his arms, caressed them. Held them, gave them comfort, gave them security, gave them a soundness and said, I'm with you. I'll protect you. See, when you've got Jesus, that's what you need. He brings a refuge. He brings a security. He brings a peace. He lets you know everything's going to be okay. That's the message we have. God with God, all things are going to be all right. But you know what he did? He sealed the blessing by laying his hand on. Not only transferring, but it was a sealing. I'm gonna seal this blessing upon these children because I want to walk them to walk away knowing that I touched them, but they're not gonna be just touched for now, but it's a sealed deal. When God does the work, he does it right, church. He's called us for a great work. Some people says, what can I do, Pastor. How can I operate? How can I help? You know, I'm getting on in years, or maybe I don't have the experience, or maybe I don't have the talent. You know, everything you do goes towards the kingdom work. Some of you can pray. You say, well, that's that's not very much. Oh, I beg pardon. We need prayer. (laughs) We need prayer more now than ever before. If you say you can't do a lot of things physically, you can come sit here and pray over these children. They may not hear you pray, but you can pray to the Lord. Bring them that we can, Jesus can bless them. Jesus can pray for them. Jesus can touch them. So when they leave here, so your task is not, you say, well, I don't have the giftings. Can you touch a child? One, just one. Can you reach out and take, okay, that one I'm going to focus on. Krista focused on Noah a couple years ago. I think she was Chloe last year, wasn't it, the year before. So after she walks in sometimes, some people, some of those kids that was here says, Chloe, no, I'm not Chloe, I'm Krista, but they remember Chloe. Other ones, many of you, you're touching them, maybe just one. And what we have sometimes, Hannah gets up here and she's in the front doing the music. And she's up here dancing and those kids are back there dancing. And there was one time that, Brother Nathan, can you imagine big Nathan, (laughs) tall Nathan out here doing a jig with those kids? And he was. And when he done it at one time, they're going, oh, he gets in with us. They would go and grab his hand. And Hannah's up here doing the moves and they would do this. And they would take Nathan, and pretty soon soon Nathan had him on his shoulder and said, don't knock your head off. (laughs) He was just having a good time with them. One thing that you do, Touch them, and that's what Jesus was doing. Bring them, caress them, lay hands on them. Let them feel that you do concern. Go to chapter nine, the same book of Mark. Let's wrap this up. Verse 35. Mark wrote here, he goes, verse 35 of chapter nine, and he sat down. Called the 12 and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. Let me stop there for a minute. There's a lot of people who want to be in the forefront. A lot of people don't, I just want to be recognized. Let me be here, it's about me. Jesus said, Let them be last. The first shall be last. Aren't you glad sometimes becoming last? Because you get to be first in the kingdom of God. But he didn't stop there. He says, let them serve. The mantle Jesus passed on to his disciples with a towel he had in his hand, when he washed her feet, he dried them. But it was a mantle because he says, as I've done it to you, you do it to your brethren. You do it to... Should I say sistering? I don't know if that's a good word or not, but it's sisters. You do it to each other. You serve one another. That's what the church is supposed to do. Serve one another. The mantle's been passed on. Jesus said, if you want to be first, then you got to be last, and you got to learn to serve. This week, we're going to have little feet. Maybe we get to wash. Maybe we don't. But we get to touch them. The mantle can be passed on to them, too. Sometimes you can get uh, frustrated. How many has been frustrated with kids? (laughs) Sometimes they can be that way. But you got to understand, I got them just for a few hours. What's that to eternity? Just a few hours. That's all we got this week. Two hours a day, they'll be coming here. Two hours a day, we have an opportunity to shine our light. Two, Two hours a day, we get to be bright and allow God to flow through us, serve. Jesus went on to say, then he took a little child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. When you reach out to those little ones this week, when you reach out to the world around you, when you reach out to people you're reaching out in such a way, he says, you receive Christ. And whoever receives me, receives not me, but him who sent me. You receive Christ. You, as you receive, I'll tell your neighbor, says, bring the children. This week, if you have an opportunity to get some children here, get them here. It's free. It doesn't cost a dime doesn't cost any a penny for them to be here we've been putting on why do we been taking up the gideon pledge i mean this week the cost that we're getting out just for the program is about the things we spent is about thousand dollars that's above and beyond our budget that's the reason why we ask you to help us above and beyond sometimes your giving and we're just asking $300 this year. That's just one of the things we're doing this year. We've got some other things we're going to be doing this year. And we, we desire for you to participate with us, to help us to, to further the kingdom of God work, to further what God has. If we would take our little, little with many of us makes much. And that's what God desires to do. Bring the children. Let them come, Jesus says. And this week, God is saying, let them come. Now, my prayer is that they come more than just this week. I want to see them come all the time. It was so good to see Allie. I hadn't seen her for a while. It's good to see her. she come up and said, I'm here. I said, yes, give me a hug. (laughs) Let me reach out and put you in my arms. It's good to see you. I've missed you. It's good to see a lot of you your children in a lot of ways and what jesus was doing is passing on the blessing of the father and that's what we do see jacob understood that he blessed his children he blessed his grandchildren the blessings need to be passed on there's so many that don't have the blessings they don't have even have a father they don't have a mother in their life that they can depend upon it's so sad they've been shuffled from here to there we see it in the daycare all the time. They're just shuffled from one place to another and it's sad. But God's called us to do a great work. Stand your few feet if you would, please. I told you I wouldn't hold you very long. I want you to get out and enjoy this afternoon for a little bit. Get a little rest. If you can get a little snooze, go ahead and do it. But get back here fired up and ready to go. Amen. Amen. If you can participate with us, please. Please come out.